0: What's up, PlayStation Universe, and welcome to episode 9 of PlayStation Fix. My name is Will Robinson, and joining me today are two of our senior editors. We've got Kyle Prawl. Hashtag Advent Children. (laughs) FTW. And Ernest Lin. Level up with Linies. Ernest wants a Line and Google sponsorship, if you couldn't tell. Yep. (laughs) I wonder. I'm actually curious. How far?
1: How far known do you think the Lineys name is? Like the like when you bring it, it's Lineys. Like, does that reach much farther than like Illinois? You think? I I I have a hard
0: time thinking it. I don't know. I do not know where is it brewed.
1: Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, really? All
2: right.
0: Well, yeah. Let us know Um, in the comments where you if you've ever heard heard of Lineys. (laughs) (laughs) lineys, I mean,
2: we saw we saw some Lineys at the Target in San Francisco. Oh, you're right. So that's it's well, it's sure. there. And I don't think it's like, as well known as you know. I'd be know. more interested. U- we'll UK UK
0: people who listen to this podcast, let us know because that's where I'm more interested. Has mm. it made it overseas? Finding it 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 Google's family in your London homes, <laughs> 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 quietly waiting to take all all right. the streets. Well, we're. <laughs> You might have seen by the title of this that we're not, we're not going to be talking only about beer. Maybe someday we'll talk, have a full beer podcast related to PlayStation somehow. It wouldn't be bad. Sure. as like a bonus episode. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. sure we can work it in. But <coughs> our topic today is a game that we have not talked about yet. And it's a pretty big deal, I think some would say. And it'll definitely be invading some homes, like the Line and Kugel's brand. It is Uncharted 4, and that will be coming out in March of next year. And we got to really see some, smooth. yeah, it is surprisingly soon, and we got to see some pretty awesome or it was pretty awesome surprise at p s x when it got revealed, the new trailer that showed up there, and we got to see our first kind of real look at a heart to heart conversation between Nate and his brother Sam, and we also got to see a new feature, which was dialogue options yeah that was a that was surprising, hmm so you guys both of you guys as we established in our last podcast, which you should or last episode of the podcast, which you guys should all check out if you're listening to this one right now. And you can help us join in berating Ernest Lynn. And yeah, us. you can weigh in on the Advent Children debate. Right. Yeah. It's, good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> you guys are at PSX, and you got to see we're in the room when that all mm. happened. So my impression from watching it was that it was a pretty big deal from the audience reception. Yeah, totally. I mean...
1: That's what kind of made the opening twenty minutes of the show really cool. Is that you had the big epic opening moment of Uncharted Four, which segued right into Final Fantasy Seven. So right after that, you're like, "Oh my god, this <laughs> we're in for two hours of this PlayStation roller coaster." Mm-hmm. Uh, the roller coaster came to a lull shortly after. Final Fantasy <laughs> Yeah, thanks VR. <laughs> the roller coaster is pretty much <laughs> just
0: the first kind of tip over the yep and top then of it
1: just sh- dropped you off the ledge. Yeah, yep, uh, but no, I mean, it, yeah, when when the lights went down and the Naughty Dog logo came up, well, I think it was. Sony Computer Entertainment America presents, or something like that, and then the Naughty Dog logo comes up. It, I, I, felt, I felt, I've been in the room a couple times now where that Naughty Dog logo kind of either opens or closes the show, and it's always, it's, it's the, it's the same cadence every time where quiet, and then, oh, when the black and red kind of come up, mm-hmm. and you know what you're in for. So, yeah, I think it was funny how there was that energy, but then people almost immediately fell silent as we saw Drake stamping the papers as, and the opening of that trailer because mm-hmm. it was just such a, a kind of a weird opening or, or sort of a dissonant opening not what you expect from Uncharted they're like okay wait what's, mm-hmm. what's going to happen here what are we,
0: <laughs> what's, what's actually going on <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted 4 office Drake <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah so there was some, paperwork. a thief's uh, a thief's day job mm-hmm. there uh, yeah so there were you know you still had your cheers throughout the trailer you know there were some chuckles when he muttered asshole under his breath mm-hmm. there there uh, the, the dialogue choices, that was a funny one too because I think I noticed that right away, you know, being on the left of frame, uh, kind of bottom left of that image, and like a half second later or one second later, the crowd kind of got it and was like, oh!
2: What is this? It's crazy! Why is
1: this in my Uncharted game? But it was totally positive. I mean, I don't think there was anybody in the audience going like, oh, jeez! Yeah. No! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still for it, so how did you feel about that, Ernest?
2: I mean, I'm positive for it. I mean, it'll be cool to, you know, go back to those sequences and just try all the different options. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's mainly why it's, why it's there. It's just, you know, it's a little extra agency and something to go back and check out when mm-hmm. and you and play through again.
0: We didn't really get any kind of inclination, as far as I know, of kind of the, the impact that that's going to have in terms of story or plot development or where things are going to lead. Because, right. I mean, what we what we saw, it was just a choice between through uh, the basically the outcomes of the first three games, or the core three games. And that, it it just kind of faded off, and then it came back, and then he's just like, whoa, this is unbelievable to hear you talk be- about. It. And it was yeah. just, well, it could have been I'm any gonna- of those, and it didn't seem like it really affected anything in that particular dialogue discussion. So, Part of me does hope that, like, they
1: part of me hopes that they kind of uh, made that more concise for the trailer, because I would have actually liked to have heard some more lines about that story. I mean, it was, like, yeah. really... That was probably the coolest thing about that moment for me, is thats is that particular choice between those three stories was kind of a nostalgia point. Like, I was like, oh my god, those are the three games, and, you know, what's he gonna mm-hmm. choose? And I was trying to think, in, my, in that situation, which one am I gonna choose? Like, which story did I love the most? Or if I was talking to Sam, which thing would I feel like was most important to tell him first? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I kind yeah. of thought
0: they were going to go through all three of the options in the little trailer just to show, at least one or two, like the first two, just to show that there was a difference of some kind. But Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. We're still in a speculation point, but my feeling is that
1: with how hard it seems to develop these games, I mean, with, with all of its games, it seems like Naughty Dog is working to the bone down to like zero hour, you know, like mm-hmm. the last possible day. I mean, they're eking... Everything they can to get the extra juice out of these cutscenes. And if only from a time perspective, I feel like they they probably won't have much of a story impact, if only because they'll need to develop extra cutscenes for those, presumably the branching moments that would happen. And I feel, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like that's not a naughty dog thing. So then it leaves me in a weird place where hopefully the Mm choices. Do mean something because if 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 there's only like three or four of them and they're just kind of these throwaway, hey, remember this moment
0: from Uncharted Two? Then it would be kind of like, oh, yeah, this is fine, but it's not adding much. No. So that's what I think it, they're gonna be mainly just kind of little, little added spice to uh, let players of the whole f- franchise basically kind of decide what the best moments in Drake's history were to them, like kind of in that scene, like you like you were saying to pick the one that meant the most to them and. I don't think, from what they showed, and obviously we don't know a lot yet, but it doesn't seem like it's going to really affect the story a lot or any kind of outcome of what happens at the scene. I think there'll be fairly generalized kind of scenes that will work with whatever answer you take. I think there'll just be like a specific section of dialogue that'll, like he'll say something immediately after, there'll only be like a few seconds for each one that's a little different. (laughs) But I don't think, it's not going to be like a, paragon renegade type of thing so like mass effect it's <laughs> no, not going to change really anything yeah he's not going to get like white sickly skin by the end of
1: the game <laughs> if he's, if he's <laughs> the evil drake you need to consume all the conduits <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i think that'd be that'd be pretty crazy but I, it's gonna be interesting oh it's, i think it should we should probably just preface this i don't know how far we are going to go into any of this kind of spoilery territory going on but i think it's pretty safe to say to warn mm-hmm. everybody that if Good you point. haven't played the games and you're catching up in the collection we're more than likely going to be talking about some characters that show up later on and kind of their history in the game yeah in the series like- so i mean if you don't want to hear any of that stuff feel free to tune out now but Please keep listening if you're interested in that. It's not going to be anything... We're, I don't think we're going to really talk about anything huge that hasn't been talked about before. So. But, no, but maybe ending stuff and right, the but, fates of certain characters. Yeah, but one of the things that we found out immediately in this... I don't know if it was really confirmed before this trailer, but at the end when he was talking to his brother after the story happened and he talked about the stuff that that he got enough... Earnings from his adventures to pay for his house and all the stuff, and he said it was engagement <laughs> ring, Adults. and he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I yeah, I'm married. And he's like, Elena, the girl from the stories, I married her, and they're just like, yeah. oh, this happened. They
2: did it, yes. And yeah, for like,
1: sure, they finally brought him back. Yeah. yeah. What's what's curious about that is that in Uncharted Three, you've got the scenes with the ring, but it's never clear in Three whether they, I, I guess if I guess if you look at it, it's a very simple band, so it probably is a wedding band, but we don't know how long they were together or you know what really happened there in terms of the length of time so yeah. yeah it's definitely a reveal that they're again married instead of just think... together
2: mm-hmm. do you think he has a kid in this one no
0: there's no way I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, well, I'm not gonna Elena looked super pissed when, like, in the end of the... It was the extended trailer from <laughs> what was pissed, in it. Yeah.
2: Dude, Elena's pissed. So the, <laughs>
0: <laughs> the extended footage of what was shown that at E3. was E3, E3 yeah, right? Yeah, following up after that. That was mainly... That wasn't sh- at the conference. It was... They got released afterwards. It was what you saw yep. behind closed doors at first, Kyle, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it was... But at the end of that, when they're like, after all this big thing happened, then sully's there and it's nate and his brother and they're all talking they're just like yeah we got this great idea and this is all where the pirate treasure is and they're going on and they walk into this room and all of a sudden elena's standing there and she just like looks <laughs> really really pissed and then he's just like oh shit. well doesn't yeah, she my- say something
2: you- like oh some business trip or something yeah it's
0: like you seem to have like gone a little too or you seem to took a quite a turn or something or man the way she
2: says that like the the yeah. sheer
0: disappointment
1: in her voice when she like says that it yeah. haunting that was so chilling yeah that How was, that. Really that was doing so well yeah I feel like she okay let's on the issue of the kid right mm-hmm. I feel like she wouldn't be there if they did have a kid at that moment because the kid would need taking care of, and I feel like Elena is a responsible enough person to Mm -hmm. do that herself and find some other way to get in contact with Nate because if she realizes Nate runs off, it's a pretty simple matter to just call Sully or call one of her contacts as a journalist and try to figure out what's going on, and I feel like, Mm -hmm. which which is also an interesting point because why would she, her her following him if anything, might indicate that she kind of knows already the sort of trouble they're in or what their mission is and maybe thinks that she can help in some way. Because she went through all the trouble of finding this motel that they're staying at, traveling cross-country to get to them. So I would feel like there might be some impetus there, and she might, at that point... Drake might not know she knows what's going on. Well, I think she well, probably she does, knows so more, but I,
0: I don't think she's there to try to help. I think she's there to just like take try him away. Him back she's in. she's the <laughs> she's the parent who found out their kid snuck out to a party, and she's going there to get him back. That's pretty much that's like the mentality I got. Drake's from like, that. come on, you're but she like. Me. But in terms of like the kid thing, I I'd almost say for sure that there's going to be some kind of reveal about her being pregnant at some point which Mm, that easily that could have been like i mean that easily could be the thing is like you need to stop adventuring now because we're either wanting to have a kid or the kid is on its way so you need to stop and then he's just still kind of got it's not so real for him yet that he's still got that itch and he has to keep doing this and his brother's back and he's like yeah we got one last bang one less big bang before they have to settle down with the family and
1: there's an interesting note to that is that a while back, let me see the date of this article, I pulled this up via GameSpot, uh, September 28th, Uncharted 4's main themes revealed. And back at this interview, Druckmann said, uh, and I quote, with Uncharted 4, as we were building it, we were realizing more and more what the theme is. It's that balance between pursuing your passions and being with the ones you love and mm-hmm. what happens when you have to choose between those two things. Right. And of course, you could apply that to just Elena and be like, oh, well, that's what they're talking about, but I... That, that would seem a little bit safe to me, or a little bit like, well, we've kind of already tread that ground before. I think the stakes need to be a little higher in
0: Uncharted 4. You know what would be great is if Elena's mom came in. <laughs> His mother-in-law just, like, comes in and chews him out in a scene. Just like... Oh, that'd be hilarious. Oh,
1: man. I, would, I, 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 do, <laughs> I, I do hope there is some comic... Re- well, I know there's going to be comic relief in the game, because we've already seen it mm-hmm. in some of the trailers, but... One thing that I was maybe not hesitant about but just a little wary of when it was first, you know, here's Uncharted 4, the Naughty Dog's next game after doing The Last of Us, mm-hmm. there was a small part of me that worried maybe this is going to be a, a little more on the serious side. It's going to be a slight departure from the line that the Uncharted games have been following just because they've got, like, they just because came of, off just the recency Yeah, they just made one of the most depressing games of all time, uh, (laughs) with all this horrible stuff that happens and so maybe and of course, you know, Neil Druckmann I believe wrote The Last of Us, now writing Uncharted Four. So that there's that storytelling, um, like that's his storytelling sense, I feel like, to kind of go down the more mature path. And so yeah. Well he did Uncharted Two as well, so That's true. I mean
0: just hopefully Druckmann and Australia did Uncharted Two and then The Last of Us and then now they got taken on for this one. After. I feel like
2: they're uh, not straying too much from the, based on the footage that we've seen, they're not. They're not straying not. too far. Yeah, no, it doesn't look From like uh, it. the sort of the feel and, you know, there's still that fun element, humor mm-hmm. that's persistent. So it's yeah. not as gritty as like the Last of Us was. Yeah,
0: and I'd actually say that would just kind of catching up on some of the news and for preparing for talking about it on this podcast it was actually really refreshing and i got super excited for it more so than i ever have been for uncharted 4 after kind of seeing some of the other game footage and i think a lot of that has to do with that i was coming off of still coming off of games that were similar in experience to uncharted games at the time or like when it first came out well i mean talking about like well the last of us was a while ago but similar style type of games like infamous second son Oh, and sure. games of that so kind of that nature, kind of of the, the yeah, the games of that nature at the time. Where right now, after doing this, I'm coming off a of Fallout Four, which is totally different in terms of like storytelling and the right. Or it, the, it's not a theatrical production by any stretch of the imagination, in terms of how they present it. So seeing maybe, this and maybe seeing
1: fourth grade theater,
0: yeah, yeah. but seeing this <laughs> and seeing the nuances of the gameplay and the characters and the interactions between them was just like that. It, it, at, at this point from kind of having that break with spending so much time in Fallout, it just seemed revolutionary almost to just kind of see that style of game again. Yeah, it's, it, it scratches my a mind for sure. So it was really cool, and especially like the, uh, the E3, f- no, the PSX footage from 2014 where there's a shootout in the forest. Yep. Just seeing him sneaking through the foliage and just the, the smoothness of knocking out Enemies are flying in from the sky and punching them out, taking their guns, and just sneaking around and using the grappling hook and all that. It was that made me really, really excited to jump back into it. <laughs> yeah. For me,
1: the excitement moment recently was the was the cutscene that was revealed during uh, Unchar- uh, excuse me, Naughty Dog's panel at PSX, which is the Nadine Ross and Sully cutscene mm-hmm. where they're in the they're at the party they're at the gala wearing their formal attire, and it was something about seeing those two characters interact with Nathan Drake, like, really no part of that. You know, he's down in the basement with Sam doing his mm-hmm. thing, but, like, seeing Sully and Nadine react or interact, I'm like, okay, now I now I'm starting to get a sense that what what are these other characters doing while Drake's off doing his thing, and to me, that kind of completes my confidence in the story, I guess. Obviously not that they were ever going to not have alternate characters interacting, but you kind of get a sense of the whole picture, and you're like, alright, there's something really cool going on here. We're going to get to see some of this interplay, like people making jokes about each other and mm-hmm. expressing some shared history. So I'll, it'll be really cool to see how Nadine fits into the picture and even how this. there's a mysterious character that we don't know much about because uh, at that panel, Neil Druckmann addressed the issue of Laura Bailey playing Nadine mm-hmm. Ross, a white woman playing a black woman in the game. And he said that there is a uh, say the right a white character played by a black male or a black man or a black actor i don't know if he said the gender mm-hmm. so who is that person right because that's got to be somebody who at least has a more than a bit part if they have a mocap thing going on and a and a voice actor of some prominence so i'll be mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, you know i i say that i'm curious to find that out but to be honest i really feel like i'm hitting that point where i'm ready to not see very much more like, I'm at yeah. peak excitement for this game. I don't feel like anything they show me from now is going to get me more excited. It's just going to peel back layers that I want to uncover for myself.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely, after this podcast, for sure, I don't want to talk about this again until the game comes out and played through a bunch of it. <laughs> we should be, all the, be able to give our
1: simultaneous review, like, the week after release. We'll just blitz through it on opening weekend. And, oh, yeah. I
2: mean, and, I always oh, thief finish <laughs> the Uncharted games usually within, like, a few days. They're like 10
0: hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, it's doable. Can do it in a day. Yeah.
2: What character I, too, are you guys, I uh... One night. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. And I didn't intend yeah. to. Do it. I just was. The I first Uncharted,
0: it. I did that too. I think I beat it in like six hours. Or that was like the second time I played it. Nice. It's just like. I bought it. I, that was after I, I rented it, played through it, and then I liked it so much I had to buy it. And then I just like beat it in six hours. And I was like, well, that was shorter than I remembered. And <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of a revelation going back to play that game as part of
1: the. Nathan Drake collection because they made very subtle improvements to the aiming with a patch mm. and it like actually is really really competent Whereas the original game was kind of floaty and and enemies were just really obnoxiously elusive But mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of brought it a little more in line with uncharted 2 in its aiming I feel like and it kind of makes the just makes the whole game a real riot, you know Just a, a joy to play from from front to back um, yeah. to, Well before we move on to the characters. I'm curious. Who are you guys excited like of the cast? Maybe you know the easy answer is Drake, but who else mm. are you most excited to see? What's going on with their lives? Like
0: what's going on with them? Well, know, this what's is what's actually them? this is a good transition. Into that. There was another. I think if you can, if you have the article up, Kyle. I'm not sure if you do or not. But there was a right. there was a mention about uh, Chloe and Cutter being involved in a thief's end and showing up about that. And I'm trying to remember exactly what the details were.
1: So I know from playing, uh, well, seeing the multiplayer trailer released a while ago and then right, also yep. playing the game that you can play as Cutter in the multiplayer beta. So you can see his character model and what he looks like and everything. Chloe does appear in the beta's trailer or the multiplayer mm-hmm. trailer, but she her model isn't in the beta. So maybe they're still working on that. But right. yeah, so they definitely went through the effort of at least doing like the next gen versions of them right which is kind of cool to see what they look like on ps4 but uh but there's a lot of
0: models and there's a lot of characters in the beta that are they're either no longer living or not they can't be (laughs) present in the game anymore so that's not not really indicative of them being part of the narrative in any stretch but i thought there was a story that talked about them and i can't i can't remember exactly what details were but if they are if they do have a any kind of sust- substantial presence or just kind of kind of little cameos that show up, I'd really want to see like I'm trying to remember how Cutter's kind of story ended in three
1: he broke his leg in Syria yeah by he to fell off know. of there he and Chloe actually disappeared after that point in the game because what happens mm-hmm. in there is that Drake and Sully decide to to continue pursuing uh, Marlowe and yeah Marlowe and uh, Talbot. Yeah, yeah, they just like and but then Chloe kind of admonishes him and kind of says like we're bowing out. You're crazy. You need yeah, to, I couldn't you need remember if they yourself. showed
0: up again in like a some kind of random scene and like no, a that's good. And room. then
1: yeah, their fate is kind of
0: yeah. kind of unknown. So the, yeah, that. so they could they are
2: easily available. Totally. So we did yeah. have a we did have an article on PSU that a naughty dog hints at Chloe and Cutter for Uncharted Four. I thought I remembered seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, naughty Dogs Arnmeyer Meyer uh, said, "I don't know if I'm at liberty to speculate about all that right now. We've been but pretty tight-lipped <laughs> about the story and the fates of characters, and we haven't revealed everyone who's in the game yet. There's mm-hmm. a little bit more to reveal soon."
0: Okay, so it's and then, so I think and then that's obviously our safe. article
2: goes on to say that you know they show up like in the multiplayer trailer, like <laughs> Chloe does, and then. Yeah cutters there and, and the models and stuff yeah. yeah so
0: i'm personally i'd say that's a pretty safe bet that they're going to show up to some degree in yeah. the game at, yeah, at, at some point so i think that'll be really interesting to see where those two i think for me where they go to because i i really liked both of their characters like mm-hmm. i really liked how they kind of sh- how they were introduced and in their back backstories and chloe you know. especially
1: has that history like i will mm-hmm. be if it yeah. I'm, I'm hoping Cutter shows up, I, I mean, I won't be like heartbroken if Cutter doesn't, but Chloe especially, because she was introduced in Uncharted 2, it's like, you, she has to, you know? Because yeah. this is the last game, this is the last hoorah. The only thing I would say about Cutter is that he's awesome, you know, if they, if they don't include him, that'll kind of suck, but he at least yeah. doesn't have the same gravity.
0: Yeah, he has history, history with history. all those people, but he doesn't have the intimacy that Chloe mm-hmm. does, and he also right. hasn't had the exposure that she's had in the game right. so far, so... Yeah, I okay. think I'd want to see what happens with her most of all, and where that all ends up. So, for I'm a fan
2: of Sully. I want to see what mm-hmm. Sully's up to? That's what he's a... been doing. Sully is looking old as hell. Oh, he looks really different
0: in this. Yeah, like way, not <laughs> not just like upscaled. He just looks way different. Yeah, I, I, his face is a
1: little more shapely. Not not in like the the overweight sense, but like yeah. like I know I notice his chin is like a lot more. Um, Maybe, yeah, yeah, like
2: Jowlier, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's
1: more, it's got more girth to Mm -hmm. all the the facial region, but yeah, 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 it's it's interesting. I I do feel I I have been pretty pleased so far with like the way Drake looks and the way Elena looks because there's always that struggle of like, well, it's a a generational transition, yeah, she does, but it's a generational transition, and you're like, where you know, it's possible that they could. Lose what I think the character looks like, but at the end of the day, yeah. you know, this is their vision. So, it, and they, all the... they also
0: had an evolution from one to two, and then two to three. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, it's, so it's it's not like it's a drastic. I mean, it's not like we aren't used to drastic changes at this mm-hmm. point. So it's, but there's definitely Drake is definitely truer to his Uncharted three uh, character model in this game. He's more closely yeah. resembles that than the other ones. I'd say.
1: And I think the biggest jump for Elena
0: happened between
1: two and three. I remember Cause El- yeah. cause- oh, oh yeah. I think for most was... of them. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Part of it was the eyes. <laughs> that was oh, like the, the big
2: sparkly, dual d- yeah. black. Yeah, yeah. That was them, like yeah, the just... biggest <laughs> thing.
0: It almost <laughs> looked wrong after when playing Uncharted Three when they actually made them look good. It looked like it was off. <laughs> I got so used to. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, so it's that's the the, the other thing that gets talked about all the time is like do you think that they're gonna kill off Sully talking about Sully's story like is is Sully gonna die is Drake gonna die will Sam Mm. die like is somebody gonna end up being killed in this or is it gonna be a happier ending because there was another another article I saw that we had talking about how they they don't want they they, basically they don't want Uncharted 4 to turn into like an Indiana Jones ending (laughs) and how it's they're confident that it's going to be like the high note of the series. So, the high note in terms of like the best game, the best story yet? Best, yeah, like the best experience that they've had for the series. So it's, okay. If they killed somebody off, would that make it? Would Could that be the high point of it or be make it that memorable game? Or would it just make it distasteful?
1: If it's done correctly, you can definitely make it memorable in a good way. And, I, you know, this is yeah. totally, totally me reaching in, into my own head for some speculation, but if I'm going to walk through a hypothetical scenario where one character has to die, and then mm-hmm. what would the motivation be, and why does it happen, I could see Sam dying as a way... One, because it's low risk. Like, right. in the sense that, you know, you'll piss some people off because Sam seems pretty cool, but he's only been in one game and he's introduced in this one. So, yeah. So it's low risk on Naughty Dog's part. But also, Drake is cl- like when you, when Drake first meets Sam in that, uh, in that port in his office, mm-hmm. I mean, the emotion in his face, the relief, the, just the, the, the unbridled joy at, like, right. seeing his long lost brother is so real in that moment that I could see Sam being this, you know this 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 kind of this kind of impetus for drake all along like sam is the reason drake is going on this journey and then sam becomes the polar mm-hmm. opposite to elena or at least elena mm-hmm. represents the things you love and then sam <laughs> represents the things you desire like you're elena's neutral good and sam's chaotic neutral <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: exactly um and then because of that you know one side one side's going to win out in the end you know as as always happens and we can pretty safely predict the realization that Drake will come to by by the end of the game and you know mm-hmm. is there you know I, I, I guess in my mind's eye i can see a scene where Drake and Sam have their last little face to face, and Sam kind of maybe Sam's yeah. passing would represent that part of Drake's life. Kind of he dives on a grenade for You're making for me tear him. up right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't want
2: that to happen. But
0: that would be, I mean, that would be a really easy way for them to wrap up the series too. For that to be his yeah. last hurrah, because like, he, like his brother now, his like his only excuse to go back to adventuring is now gone because his brother has been killed. And now he's like just are, fully like, firm he, he, to set them.
2: He's just like, oh, okay, this is like too dangerous. Right, and, and he has to settle dying. down. Yeah, yeah.
1: The lesson, the lesson in the story almost writes itself. He could, he gets back into adventuring because Sam asked him to, and we, the player, think, "Come on, Drake, what are you doing? You've left that life behind you." When mm-hmm. really, before all is said and done, it was because of family that he got back into it. Mm-hmm. He already knows what's important in life. You
0: should. He write, already knows what to love. You should write cards for Hallmark. <laughs> Drake cards, just naughty dog Christmas cards. <laughs>
2: But yeah. uh, so that's see, yeah, I don't think, I see, like I don't think they're gonna do the Sully thing. They already toyed with that. Yeah, idea. that was the
0: thing for <laughs> that I was gonna say was like he's he's already died twice, spoilers. <laughs> so it's like, can they actually do it this time, and would it actually, would it even have an effect on people? Because everybody would just basically deny it until the credits roll. Yeah, and that would be the shitty thing about it is that you kill him off, and let's say it's for real this time, and the player
1: waits. We wait two chapters, three yeah. chapters. He doesn't show back up. It's like you <laughs> yeah. you've almost you've almost made the moment. A little more dead because like we we've just it's, it's happened so many times and we're expecting it to be a false a red herring mm-hmm. and then what it isn't we're like well shit because I was expecting it to yeah, be how red depressing
0: her- that would be <laughs> and
1: even, yeah it's like I didn't even get the chance to really mourn him like I didn't have the yeah.
0: emotion that would want me to have in his dying yeah, moment it just ends, it just like, ends like the Dark Knight Rises or the yeah the Dark Knight rises yeah where he they, he's just like standing over Sully's grave and like talking to him and saying how much he misses him and then credits roll and it's like oh god and then Sully's in a coffee shop yeah and in, somewhere <laughs> in Italy
1: <just laughs> like, he, he lifts his sunglasses and, and <laughs> <up> the camera. <laughs> I thought
2: my, you were gonna go Michael go Kane okay, just not <laughs> yeah, I
1: thought you were gonna say uh, Sully flies out over over like the Hudson River or over the Pacific Ocean <laughs> to <laughs> carry the New to America <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I don't think that. they'll do it. It's just like uh, it's it's like what deaths have become in comic books, where everyone's just yeah. anticipating them coming back.
0: So, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And 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 mm-hmm. for for Elena to
1: die it would just be too depressing. Like that would be the would wreck. Ugh. Yeah, that would wreck the whole series. <laughs> it was over at that point. would destroy.
2: That would destroy, that kind of would destroy of, Nate as a man. Yeah, you know? and and then
1: you leave the series on that note, and it's like, well, shit. Okay, that is that. I'm not afraid that it's going to happen, I really don't think it will, but that would be the one thing where it's like, well, you know, Naughty Dog took the mature thing a little too far. You know, mm-hmm. the dark style went way overboard
0: by doing that, because mm-hmm. it's not in the spirit of the series. Yeah. Well, there's no way I can... There's no way she's going to die. Yeah. Like, so, they, they, so, they just okay. can't do that. From, but like, Drake... a fan perspective and from, like, a narrative perspective, they can't do that. <laughs> Drake's an interesting one, though.
2: I don't know. What do you guys if think about died... that?
1: Is there a possibility?
2: Mm. I, th- I think it is a possibility i think that uh his brother sam is more likely mm. though
0: i think naughty dog is one of the few studios that would really be ballsy enough to just kill their main character after all this time because it's become such a. it's basically having an unfavorable outcome has become just like a such a bad thing now for i think a lot of de- developers in terms of of fan reaction uh, yeah so it's like but i think they would they would they could do it or they would do it if they wanted it to go that way i don't think that they would want the series to end in that way because it's such an upbeat and more just kind of it's a goofy adventure series where the hero always gets the girl and wins and all that so i can't imagine he would ever die it would just completely change the meaning of uncharted It'd be pretty shitty to go back and play multiplayer as Drake's character, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <he's dead. laughs> your, characters, your characters, they, uh, you play as Drake whenever, after you beat the game, he's just, like, see-through, looks like a ghost, and just kind
2: of that'd
1: running be, around. That'd be really interesting to see, like, a study over the years of, like, did the single-player ending to a game affect the multiplayer return rate? <laughs> and how people actually want it, like, I don't want to come back, this game was depressing as hell, like... Yeah. I think so,
2: that's it's a risky move killing off your main character mm-hmm. and I think even within the studio itself there would be a lot of people opposed to it. Um right. I know like Kojima wanted to kill off I think both Solid Snake and Otacon <laughs> at least Solid Snake uh at mm-hmm. the end of MGS4 and so much so many people on his staff were like no. Not, don't do that. You can hint to it in the credits, yeah. but you can't do it in the... Yeah, it's like, he
0: was going to, and then there was, like, a little thing at the very... Like, you thought he died, or you you yep. weren't sure. Spoilers! But Sorry. then... <laughs> but then, well, I mean, at the end, then he's just... There's, a, like, a scene at the end of the credits where Big Boss shows up and starts talking to him, and it's like, oh, well. Yeah. Now I'm not nearly... Well, I mean, that it was intriguing in a different way, but it wasn't as... It changed, it changed the impact of it. It was about the same, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, clearly, there's a lot of there are there's like an infinite amount of examples you could pick that show where the lead character has died in a- entertainment, and it's mm-hmm. become an amazing like just legendary piece of work. But in games, yeah. it's not that common, really, in no it anywhere. Really isn't. So it's that's it's still new territory in that right. But I think Naughty Dog would be one of the few studios that would do it. I don't think they see. I don't think there's any reason for them to do it, though. In this game, it wouldn't. I don't. It wouldn't yeah. match the tone of the story that's been told until now. It and would I be just totally it, out of place.
1: And I don't see the narrative purpose it would serve because, at least no, in the case, it'd just be of shock Sam, value. Yeah, there's an emotional impact to other people dying in the way it changes your main character. But when the main mm-hmm. character, if he were to die, then then all that really changes is the people around him. But they were never the focus of the series to begin with. So yeah. So why are you why are we all of a sudden really focused on how Elena is transformed by Nate's death? Like Elena has never been the point or the main yeah. the mm-hmm. main hero.
2: So yeah. Well, yeah.
0: It'll be interesting to see for that for sure. I don't know for story and stuff. I'm not sure they're going to well they're going to be in south africa correct is primarily where it's going to be i think i remember seeing that or in africa is where the pirate treasure is yeah i think the first be.
1: the trailer that you saw will with the shootout you know from from last year's
0: uh, right PSX, yeah that one's i in, think
1: that's madagascar which is you know south yeah right africa, yeah off no, the coast of africa
0: yeah yeah uh, i mean that that oh my god that looks so beautiful like it's that, that was insane that crazy? just to see the mountains and the range there and the forest and
2: what I love seeing is how the foliage like parts as Nate yeah. walks through it. It's just mm-hmm. so well done. Yeah. That
0: yeah, that whole that whole addition is just adds so much depth to the game. Like well, I love how they keep gets, uh... expanding on the stealth in mm-hmm. from game to game and they're making it not like not to the degree of like Last of Us in terms of just like being scared to move, but <laughs> They're doing a really yeah. good job with that, be creative and making you feel like you're in control of your surroundings.
1: And I feel like, in terms of stealth, this was kind of the missing thing. Like, to me, the stealth yeah. in, the, in the previous games always felt like a more gamey aspect it's of Uncharted. Just, yeah, it was just kind of like, oh, it just, was really. They, just they,
0: had, they like, had to add something, so we'll add this.
1: Yeah, and just stay out of their line of sight, like do kind of janky video game things so that they don't <laughs> happen to look across your path. Yeah. But this is more of an organic sort of, similar to how the cover system and movement has been improving over time, this is more of a, a fluid kind of thing. Like you can do stealth at the same time you're moving from one piece of cover to the next, or you can do stealth at the same time that you're climbing, and it all kind of melts mm-hmm. together in a way that I think it, it would have been nice if it could have all along, but stealth was kind of this this sort of janky, Uh, Afterthought, I guess.
0: Yeah, and still in his just like little commentaries to himself as he's moving around are as good as ever, and there might even be more of them than in the past games where he's just running (laughs) around examining the environment and talking, talking shit about the bad guys while he's trying to run away from them and all that. So it's just like that's just really exciting to see that in the fluidity of the game and how it's progressed in it. This like this looks like exactly this looks like what Naughty Dog had envisioned from the start for uncharted like what they wanted that game to be mm-hmm. is like finally happening and they're going yeah. all
2: in this is their last one and you know i think yeah. they're trying to pull all the stops and really refine everything that they've worked up to at this yeah. point and not just in the yeah. story but also in multiplayer which because oh, right. it is
1: yeah true the multiplayer thing real quick i was gonna say because it is the last one i really do hope it's if not significantly longer, like meaningfully longer than the previous games. I, I just feel like we've seen probably, th- well, yeah, three distinct locations now. We've seen right. Madagascar, we've seen South America and wherever that, that ballroom, that gala takes place. And so you've already mm-hmm. kind of got three geographic locations and Uncharted games have typically maxed out at like four, maybe five geographic locations. So part of me is like, oh, are we seeing kind of all the acts of the story. I just really hope that this is the last two RAW, and so there's plenty of content. There's plenty of things that are going to c- totally come out of the blue, and we
0: haven't even seen hints about yeah, it. Yet. I just big, really want the, the set to pieces. P-tier. I can't Here. wait to see how th- what is going to be the big thing that happens yeah. in this game. So, But yeah, for the multiplayer, mm-hmm. two and three. Yeah, two had multiplayer. Two mm-hmm. and three were both. <laughs> just i mean they were they were so unique that they were just and well done they were some of the best multiplayer modes that i've ever played for a game they don't they definitely don't have the lasting audience that others do but yeah it yeah. seems I like they've cranked it up to 11 in the new one for sure and you got to did you get to play the beta so far yeah no?
1: i, I Yeah, I've played um, not too much, but maybe three or four hours of the beta, you know, enough to do do maybe six or seven matches. So definitely got a feel of it. Um, Boy, I tell you what, the first time you even take a step in the beta, it's a weird thing to focus on, but, like, when you first start to move your character and just remember how uncharted feels and then the slight (laughs) changes they've made to the feel this time it's like oh okay cool uncharted 4 (laughs) is here (laughs) and it's solid they didn't read like you're not just you don't suddenly weigh 200 pounds like moving really sluggishly you're still uncharted um yeah it feels great so yeah uh i the the only thing open in the beta i believe is is team deathmatch and it's um two maps there's a map that seems to take place in this in a similar environment as the Madagascar trailer. Like it's it's heavily wooded and you're up on high cliffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there isn't so much foliage to kind of stealth through, but you know in multiplayer that might not really work anyway. And then the other map takes place in South America. Same thing that we saw in this year's E3 trailer. Kind of some no, some sure. huts, some favelas, some sheet metal kind of buildings. So yeah, I think yeah, the easiest place to st- start with describing uncharted 4's multiplayer is probably uncharted 3 it definitely bears more similarity to how how mobile that game was and how fast your character moves how much vertical space you have to deal with but really it kind of takes some cues from uh, counter strike actually in a weird way oh okay so, so one of the yeah one of the biggest change ups is that you earn cash throughout the match for different actions that you do you know um kills hmm. well yep. i should i should say first when you when you down an enemy that's different from a kill if you if you reduce someone's health to zero you you put them in a down state and they can kind of crawl away get behind cover maybe have a teammate revive them so you get you separately get points for downing somebody and then if you're able to, run up and finish them off with a mm-hmm. kick or a few more bullets. So there's points for that, there's points for deploying um, items, you know, things that heal your teammates, uh, completing... well, since it's only Team Deathmatch, your objective is killing, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so all these things rack up cash for you, and then uh, you spend that cash at any time, um, even if you're just out in the world, you bring up the touchpad and you can spend that cash on things that you've pre-equipped to your character. So you might spend $600 of cash on the statue Eldorado, and <laughs> mm. you'll deploy it into the midst, and it'll start sending, you know, just clouds of evil at nearby enemies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> clouds <laughs> or,
1: um, of evil. Or you might spend less money, you know, just $200 to upgrade your shotgun to the the better version of the shotgun, or okay. give yourself an extra grenade, something like that. Um, you can also deploy sidekicks. You can spend cash to deploy yep. a NPC brute or a
0: sniper or one of the classic chokehold artists. Yeah, there's like a hunter. I think is what they said was. Oh, is that what they're called? That's Got what it. I was gonna ask if they had that in the beta because that was did, one of the things you? they featured in the one of the trailers they featured during PSX after the keynote. I think it's not an instant kill like it used to be in co-op uncharted, <laughs> where the choke guys would just get up to you and you're just
1: done. Oh, for. right, yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it is really kind of deadly because if I deploy a choke artist and he runs up behind cover, and they're so fast, it's hard to hit them with bullets, mm-hmm. but then he grabs you, well, it's really easy for me to just finish you off because you're kind of being held in place and you can't do anything. So, yeah, it, it's interesting playing this match because you have you kind of have to make choices about, well, what is the, what's the flavor of this match that I'm in right now? Like, is grenades going to work better for me here? Is it worth spending money on it? on a sidekick or does the other team seem pretty capable of dealing with that uh, and kind of making those split second choices balanced with the fact that the the items get more expensive as the match goes on so if i buy mm. the sidekick for six hundred he's gonna cost eight hundred or a thousand the next time i want to use him. so um, sure. but then of course if you never spend money on it then you've you've let that part of your equipment go to waste never using it so yeah it's interesting um and then with with the you know the movement and the feel of things it's it's very much uncharted three it's got that third person cover based shooting like we expect um i noticed that the, the camera is a little more pulled out than i think it's been in the past and i do hope that single player is a little more pulled in i think i think the camera's pulled out if, if nothing else to just give you a better view of the action but yeah the your character is a little bit smaller on screen than in the past games but you've got the grappling hook you know you've got you've got your uh You can use that on the multiplayer maps. There's some cool places to do that. Although I found that you really just put yourself... You're just like a dummy in the air. Like, you kind of just, hey, shoot me. I can't shoot you back. Um, But it's still fun to use. There's there's some rooftops you can slide down to get quickly from one place to another. And, you know, you definitely still have your choke points. These kind of, like, you know, that South America map. There's, like, a market in the middle. There's, like, a plaza where, you know, people just kind of tend to congregate because there's a ton of cover there. Mm -hmm. So then that's your moment to, okay... I'm going to go around, I'm going to flank them, I'm going to use the rooftops, and I'm going to try to do it quietly. You know, I'm not going to fire bullets because that puts me on the radar. And maybe I have a perk equipped that makes my footsteps stealthy so that even if somebody has, say, uh, the staff of I.R. Monko, which is from the book, Uncharted, the Fourth Labyrinth, (laughs) if they have that deployed, it's like a team-wide radar. But if I have a certain perk, I still won't be detected even by that. Okay. Um, I believe. I think that's how that perk works. But so yeah, you can kind of both select perks that complement your play style and then also say, okay, I've been playing this map a lot this weekend. I know that this is the strategy that the opposing team tends to use, so I'm going to make a loadout that really kind of counters that. Like maybe the player base isn't being very stealthy these days, so I'm going to be stealthy or what have you.
0: Hmm, interesting. So there's a yes. lot of nuance to it than just getting power-ups you have counter power-ups as well or you Mm -hmm. can you can be strategic in how you use them to counter
2: how much yeah how much health uh yeah how much health do uh do you feel you have is it less is it more than previous games it feels like slightly more actually Okay, which is, which is maybe
1: a little weird because yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like the trend is always slightly less, slightly less. Right, right. You're just getting
2: like faster and faster.
1: Exactly, and closer yep. to the to the Call of Duty style. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I've noticed that like, it's it's never a ton. Like, you never feel like your enemies are bullet sponges. But I've definitely had some moments where I'm like, come you know, on, on <laughs> yeah, like like oh Jesus, that clip didn't finish you, really? You know, just kind mm-hmm. of these split second little frustrations. But the same goes for you. You know, you can take, you can take. Excuse me, enough bullets. That that would normally kill you in other games, and still you'll you'll, you'll your screen will be gray, but you'll mm-hmm. you'll still have that moment to roll away to get behind cover, or maybe a teammate will come in and and distract them, something like that. Um, a couple other mechanical changes, though, you don't have. Um, well, the retic the reticle for your aiming is a lot simpler this time, if I recall. You kind of had. Uh, you know, if you had a shotgun in Uncharted 3 or a pistol, like, the reticles were very, very different to Mm -hmm. kind of represent that weapon. And here, I feel like your normal AK-47 just has, like, a single white dot. There might be something else going on there, but, like, that's what sticks out in my head. It's kind of that very clean, sort of minimal reticle. And then your shotgun is more of a, like, a parenthesis, but it's still kind of slim and and a little more subtle. Mm -hmm. Uh... There's a couple things in the game balance-wise that definitely need some work. I think that's that's the benefit of doing this beta, right? It's not just for networking, but I think Naughty Dog genuinely wants to. They've they've been playing it so much internally, but it's like when we put it in the hands of players, like are there strategies and and off-balance things we never realized? And I have noticed that. The sniper sidekick, the NPC that you can plant, which is really kind of cool. I'm trying to think, of, like in Fallout 4 settlements, when you have like a floating object in front of you and you just drop mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that, where you have this floating dude in front of you and you you pick the spot where you want to perch him and like, mm-hmm. hey, you snipe from here, and then he and then he appears out of thin air because it's Uncharted, hmm. and I- I've noticed that the sniper seems kind of ineffectual, like he like he takes probably three or four seconds to line up a shot on an enemy and that's plenty of time for a human player to take cover and realize what's happening sure and then all you have to do is really get up close to him and then he's he's dead almost instantly conversely the juggernaut sidekick like the the brute with the uh lmg is really hard to take down like takes two Mm -hmm. or three grenades and and a really good bit of gunfire and by the time you're unloading gunfire into him that's when the team just comes up behind you and kills you because you're so distracted by this juggernaut, so
2: hmm.
1: yeah, there's that. And then um, the last thing, I'll let you guys ask questions. Is that I've noticed that the hit detection is a little bit wonky. I think like I were
2: telling me about that the other day. Yeah, and
1: I don't think it's and I don't think it's a networking thing either, because I can usually tell when it's a when it's a, just a lag issue, and either my internet's not keeping up or theirs isn't. But this has felt like the action's totally smooth, and the person is within my gun's reticle when I fire, and then it just doesn't doesn't seem to hit them like maybe they're running directly to the left or right and they kind of like move out of the reticle as I'm firing but it's just it's almost like the bullets sort of lagged behind them if that makes sense or my reticle is sort of not really representative of where your bullets are actually landing maybe that might be it
2: Maybe they're, they're having you compensate for movements more. I yeah, don't know. it
1: could be. Maybe they want you to do that. Or, yeah, just the way mm-hmm. that the game is kind of registering player movement. So, yeah, just something I've noticed, and it's generally pretty good. I've noticed that, like, you know, if you've got if you got something like an AK-47, much more than the previous games, you can really turn that into a long-range weapon if you're good enough because it's just got that really nice, satisfying feedback on the trigger. Like, you can just kind of pop off a couple shots, like, one, two, three and kind of keep that AK at like a, sort of fire it like a semi-auto and really get some improved range out of it because you're not spraying it all over the place. I feel like in Uncharted 3, you pretty much had the one fire mode for all your weapons and it really Mm -hmm. didn't behoove you to be any more nuanced than that. But here you definitely can be and get some more accuracy.
0: So you say, does it feel a lot more fluid in terms of the running around? Because it seems like they keep, they do, like you You did say it's a little faster version, but they that's what they keep pushing is how this is a faster action-packed Uncharted multiplayer and you're going to, like the trailers always show them constantly running and moving and all the kind of like the interplay between the characters and like guns being yeah. tossed to each other and catching them and running around. So like how much of that would be true to kind of what they're true to what they've been marketing for and advertising you know to be honest
1: it hasn't it hasn't felt that way so far i know that's their aim but i do kind of tend to see people hunkering down a little bit which just feels like uncharted 3 you know you once you find a good spot mm-hmm. you kind of camp there for a few seconds use that as your cover and it definitely yeah that <clears throat> sorry the pace of the action doesn't seem too different from uncharted 3 for that reason um people are still kind of hunkering down in their position Positions, plenty of people will use the grappling hook and like willingly put themselves in harm's way because it's just so much fun <laughs> to swing on it. Like leap off a ledge and then whoo! Throw out the rope and you're swinging through the air, direct where you're going, and then leap off again. Like I've I've definitely died two or three times <laughs> because I really didn't need to be out there swinging, but it's just I, I wanted to make a cool moment out of it. You know, I'm gonna swing around here and get behind you, but alas, not quite. <laughs>
0: Have you done any aerial takedowns yet with it? No, uh, um, and I tried, but I I'm not exactly sure how to tr- trigger them. I I I don't know if
1: it, it might be contextual, like it might be totally automatic if you can manage to land on them. But the one time I came, I feel like within inches of landing on this guy, and it, and it didn't ha- happen for me. So maybe you hit square as you're coming down or something.
0: Oh, sure, that's what I assumed would probably have to happen. But yeah, so it how... didn't
1: give me a bump prompt or anything.
0: So how many weapons are available in the beta right now? Like what kind of range of.
1: Um, let me think. Well, there's. So the beta has, I think, five or six base loadouts, like presets that you can choose from. Oh, and within those okay. loadouts, you've got uh, AK 47, you've got the FAL, you've got um, a pretty standard bolt action sniper, the pistole is in there, hmm. the uh, sawn off shotgun is in there. Um, I f- feel like there's a another long-range weapon that's like between the FAL and the AK, like maybe a single shot instead of the FAL being burst fire. So it kind of runs the gamut, actually. There's a ton of weapons in the beta, and then plus if you activate the, I don't know what it's called, but the perk that, or the purchase that upgrades your guns, then it, you know, theoretically your AK gets turned into an M4 or Mm. your FAL gets turned into something else. I I do think there's a grenade launcher in there, too.
0: I feel like I've seen the icon for that. So how many many of the... Characters are open for the beta right now. Is it just a few of them? Is it all of them? Is it? So, yeah,
1: surprisingly, I think it's like probably a dozen for each side. It's a lot. There's probably okay. ten to twelve. And, and you know, if on the heroes, you've got Drake, Sully, Elena, Cutter, uh, Chloe. Not Chloe's the one. Oddly enough, Chloe is not on the really? hero side, beta. Yeah, she's just not in there. So I wonder if they're still working on hmm. her model, but. There's a, there's a couple generic characters, too, like, you know, this soldier guy named Gronk or what, whatever. Like, we don't know who this guy is. He probably had a bit part in one of the games or something, and we never <laughs> knew his name. But then on the villain side, you've got uh, Lazarevich, Marlo. Talbot one Talbot isn't, which is also weird. Kind of like the Chloe thing. Maybe he's not done yet. But you've got Flynn. Oh, good. Um, I'm trying to think. I from Uncharted One. I don't think that Roman Navarro or Eddie Raja might be in there. Eddie Raja might be in there. Yeah, he better be in there with his gold. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be in the final <laughs> game. What's cool about the beta though is that you can earn points and actually like as you're playing and like spend it on cosmetic upgrades. Like you can you can unlock Tuxedo Drake, Island. Oh, cool. Elena, Tuxedo Sully, Fat Drake. I think is in there. Don't know if Drake is in good. there. Yeah, so return. <laughs> it's fun. I think I think it's a really well, uh, it's a really well put together beta. It's, it runs well for the most part. I have had some connection issues where I get that kind of that that white plug of death, you know, that appears in the yeah. middle of the screen in the middle of a match, and then I can't move. Uh, that's happened a little more often than it should. So I feel like it's it's you know they're figuring things out on the network side, but yeah, it definitely in terms of the cosmetic features and having so many characters to play as. Plus, you can make your own loadouts with the weapons, and um, that's actually an interesting point, too. So you can make your own loadouts uh, along with the presets they have in there, and the way that, that works is essentially on a point system, like you have up to... Um, I mean, I think it's similar to what Call of Duty has done with, what is that, like Pick 12 or Pick 21?
2: Pick 10 system? The pick, 10, pick 21. <laughs> pick pick 20 21.
1: Pick oh. 20. huh. <laughs> yeah, so you've got something like 25 points you can allot to each loadout and then say the AK47 might cost 2 points um the brute sidekick might cost 6 points mm. uh, etc so
0: you can play okay. you can play around with it that so way, you can't I have ev- like the best of everything I yeah I would so, so that, right. I mean that that's a good way to kind of keep in check for balancing issues for new and old new and experienced players in that way
1: Yeah that's it's that's interesting you say that because when that might be a cool way they could balance it is not you know adjust weapon accuracy and make slight changes to weapon damage I know they did that a lot in Uncharted 3 when certain guns would rise to the top and become the most popular but they could really just adjust the amount of points it costs to equip that gun you know Mm -hmm. if the foul is just ridiculously awesome and everybody's using it well let's bump it up from 4 points to 7 points for a couple weekends and see how that changes things
0: yeah I think that'd be really interesting Mm mhm all right. Yeah, so um oh, I had a question. I had another question about the multiplayer and I can't remember what it was. Oh. I don't know. But he said there you there were two two maps available right now, he said, right? Yep. So do you know this is what it was? Do you know if there are if there's any plan on releasing other game modes during the beta or is it just going to be the deathmatch? Oh, um because it seemed because one of the things that they advertised or what they talked about in the the uh, sidekick trailer was talking about how you can work with your team and part, like it specifically was dealing with the the heavy gunners and being able to flank around them and get through them in that kind of way and using the sniper to distract other teammates to allow your other players to coordinate and get behind them and all that stuff so
1: yeah i'm not sure sh- i'm not sure if they'll be introducing another mode i'm kind of i just ran a quick google search to try and find out and i'm not seeing anything so Hmm. maybe not but it is running through the weekend so i'll check it out um see what's going on because yeah if they introduce another mode i'll definitely check that out um
0: have they said anything about the return returning modes like the idle capture or whatever i can't remember what the actual name oh of that yeah was. yeah and, uh, yeah i don't remember because those, those were those oh, were no they did i thought they did <clears throat> have that in uh the first multiplayer reveal trailer. I thought they showed something like that. Because, I mean, that's just so uniquely Uncharted that they'd have to have that make at a return. The,
1: at the very least, you'll be lugging around some uh, some Mysticals, like these, uh, these super-powered things. Yeah, I'm not sure yeah. about the mode itself, but that is one aspect uh, I didn't touch on much. Is, well, I said the Eldorado statue is one great example, right? But mm-hmm. what's cool to me about the five Mysticals, or actually, apparently these five are just the ones in the beta. There's going to be more in the game. But these are fun callbacks to the series, too. Like, I mentioned the Staff of Iron Mancos from the, the fourth Labyrinth novel. There's also Indra's Eternity from the Eye of Indra motion comic. Remember huh. that, gem on PS3? Yeah. Uh, so there's the, there's the Chintamani Stone from Uncharted 2, the Spirit of Jin from Uncharted 3, hmm. uh, and they've got cool aspects, like the Spirit of Jinn allows the player to teleport short distances, just like huh. the, the demons from 3, but with the caveat that you can't take cover mm. and then the chintamani stone revives down to allies within its area of effect to full health instantly the staff <laughs> turns Viremon- them giant purple angry <laughs> man, yeah. and, and forces you to use the crossbow for the rest of the match yep. <laughs> and yeah. then uh indra's eternity this is this was a fun with me i think this is one that i was using with my low i picked the uh I don't know what you would call it, like the, the the Blitzkrieg loadout where you rush in with a shotgun, like you're supposed mm. to just run around, sprint around, get close. And, and that... The Lazarevich loadout. The Lazarevich loadout, yeah. yes. And that mystical is Indra's Eternity, where you throw it, and this bubble of energy kind of detonates from, from the point of contact, mm. and anyone caught within that bubble is essentially slowed down to, like, a crawl. Hmm. Like, it, it brings them to like, 20% speed, and you can just rush right in there and and just demolish everybody.
0: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, so one, I think it's funny because there's, there's the team tactic of Uncharted where you want to stick together, you want to move together and travel together so you can support each other in firefights, but it's... Like, these Mysticals are never more effective than when a bunch of people are grouped together, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Indra's Eternity, if you get three people caught in that bubble, that's three kills, guaranteed. Yeah. But you have to move together, kind of, for things like giving each other a health item, or just supporting each other in a firefight, so it should make for a fun sort of uh, balance there as you go.
0: Yeah, hopefully the beta grows then before it's over, and they allow you to, to explore more areas, or if they re- reveal some new maps, because I think I saw an article that talked about how that they aren't recycling any previous content in terms of maps. That they're creating, they want to have a whole bunch of new ones that are built up for uncharted 4
1: i can understand that because of the additional mobility like you know mm -hmm. we want people to slide down roofs and use the grappling hook but part of me does hope that we see some classic maps as like dlc or just something something down the line you know once that experience is out
0: yeah i think they'll they'll definitely get a better feel for that kind of audience or to see how that will play out after the game is out for a while for sure once people get to explore to see how they play yeah, I think everything
1: is primed for this to be a really successful multiplayer title on PS4 because mm-hmm. so many more people now are gonna be playing the latest Uncharted game than when it was on PS3, right? Just, just the way people are talking about it, it's the final entry and it's on the system that's selling so well. I think this could be a really long lasting multiplayer that a lot of people stick with. And that was sort of true of the past Uncharted titles, but they never really made a splash past like the first couple weeks, you know, of release. kind of forget Mm -hmm. about them quickly but i think this
0: could go the other way this could be a pretty big hit yeah Yeah. i'd say the last thing well i guess Ernest, if you have anything to add for the multiplayer because i was going to take it a little bit different direction
2: (laughs) no that that covered a lot of it i didn't i was part of the group that would maybe play some of the multiplayer the first few weeks and then just kind of drop off Mm -hmm. uncharted for me has always been really about the the single player campaigns i love those stories so. for sure yeah. Yeah. yeah and this one looks to be
0: more of a movie than ever oh yes in uh, <laughs> <even> better <laughs> yeah not not just a sit back and watch movie but interactable movie like the chase scene on the back of the bike with your brother when oh, yeah. he's chased by that truck and going through the i couldn't yard.
1: believe in that scene all of the little ways that they've they're giving control to the player like yeah. when you're getting dragged behind that jeep through the mud and that you can was kind insane. of well, my you thought was like, like
0: your... that man has insane finger strength. <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, that was my you're thought the whole time. Banana strength, yeah. yeah.
1: That kind of reminded me of the scene in Uncharted 3 where you chase the convoy out in the desert because, you know, just you're behind uh-huh. a truck, you're kind of getting, you're following behind it. But mm-hmm. it was just crazy how, like, every game seems to add these little ways where you're in control. Like, with Uncharted 2, you're, you're, climbing up that train in the beginning you're you're kind of grabbing onto little seat railings and little cushions Mm -hmm. and now here it's this epic set piece moment and they just find a new way to get you involved and here it's roll your body so you don't smash into a metal hut or Mm -hmm. uh you know push forward climb the rope as much as you can but then you've got to shoot some guys on a bike or they're going to knock you off that rope so yeah it's it's cool i hope hopefully we don't run into a case where. Well, Alan, we probably shouldn't be worried about this. You know, a problem with The Order 1886 was that... It was bad? There were some moments in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I, I haven't played it. I've just heard people
0: <laughs> talk about it. Just,
1: it's fine. It's a solid game, and it's yeah, all right. It's, but
0: uh, it, has, it has these
1: moments where like, it's transitioning between... <laughs> <laughs> just, sorry. That was some venom. There was some real venom in those words. I haven't words. played it. I was just,
0: <laughs> just joking.
1: Uh, there were moments in that game where, you know, it's that transition between like a cut scene and then what you're supposed to be is gameplay. Like, Hey, we've given you control, but we don't, it's sometimes it's hard to realize, Oh, I'm, I'm playing right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uncharted. I think has never really had that problem because it typically will, will, cut to an actual movie. You know, it'll be like a, a break in the action. So well, when
0: the when it ends, well, a lot of times in the scenes end, it just kind of the camera just sort of pivots and then pulls out a little bit and, I've had people get surprised when I have shown them the games and they play it. And they're just like, oh, it's a, it's oh, I, I'm playing now. And they're like, oh, my God, that was so awesome. Like, not It's never been a negative <laughs> about being like, oh, I'm supposed to be playing right now. It's always been like, I can't believe how seamless that was. That was amazing. Right. So it's going to be exciting to see for that. But the thing that I'm most interested in probably for the game is the... The mythology that they're going to explore, or like what kind of mystical element they're going to put into this Uncharted, because the premise of the search that we know so far is really not magical in any way. It's looking for pirate treasure. Yeah, presumably so, to pay Sam's debts or something, right? Right. He keeps yeah, in a lot of trouble. So that's uh, that's what I want to know is like where, how is how is it going to be influenced? Is it going to be is it going to follow like a thread like the past games have done where they go to different locations but they're all connected to like in two it's all connected to shambhala and they're like finding these little like kind of clues around the world in these different areas or is it going to be more are there going to be elements of the cultures that are more influenced like more realistic elements of cultures of those regions that are more interesting or present just like in south america and in madagascar and or is it going to be? Is there going to be some kind of grand reveal of some kind of magical creatures or something at the end that they've kind of gone with so far? Which I don't Francis know. Francis that... Drake has been alive this whole time. He yeah. found the Fountain of Youth. <laughs> well, they found his body. Well, I guess they could. He they I never tested it. if So, but that's <laughs> exactly. yeah. That was one thing that I always I never disliked about Uncharted, but I also could have been fine without. But at the same time, when I say that three basically did without that and they made the excuse of it being like a hallucinogen in the water mm-hmm. and you don't know if the genie like the the djinn thing was actually any kind of real threat besides a pollutant. So it's like that was yeah. kind of a weird like I didn't appreciate I appreciated the mi- mystical ending of like this kind of grand flourish at the end for two more than I did for the final moments in three in that right.
2: Hmm. Because it
0: because it would just kind of it it wasn't consistent with what had come out before, so you were expecting some kind of like genie to show up, right? It and just ended up
1: being a fear toxin. Just have something,
0: yeah, and that was like okay, that's fine, but it just was kind of inconsistent with what happened. So, was, do you think four is going to take the more realistic route in its approach? So, what's happened is it just going to be pirates that they deal with? Is it going to be history of the pirates that have gone through here these areas and you find the bodies and like basically tomb. The two, or like some kind of traps and stuff leading into the chamber of the gold, where the gold is kept, and all that stuff. But no, no giant purple men in yeti costumes. And... <laughs> yeah, then they were. I wonder
2: bad. if they'll they'll like initially like psych you out with yeah. a with some magical elements or like mm-hmm. creature or something, and yeah, then they'll just. End up being something more practical, yeah, or just an illusion. I don't know.
0: Because two is just like so weird with the when the the yeti like monster first got introduced, you're like, what? Wait, what? What? No! It's <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm fighting it, <laughs> and then you just go through it, and then this happens, and then it gets revealed later that it's not exactly a yeti, but you're still not happy about what you see. I'm kind <laughs> of like yeah. not in, yeah. not in saying disappointed, but you're not happy to see that you know you have to fight all these guys going down the line.
1: And the game lets you think that they're actually real Yetis for like two hours before yeah. <laughs> before it finally reveals that they're not. <laughs> yeah, that was really cool. So um I'm kind of in this place where I, I think I'd be okay with a story that's 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 a, that's more grounded in reality. Like it is just pursuing mm-hmm. this pirate treasure, and then whether they find it or not, you know, they have to deal with other things. They have to deal with whoever this antagonist is and his mercenary army and along the way. I, I think at the end of the day I'd be fine with a story that doesn't Really delve into the supernatural, but I also think if they if they went the realistic route, I might feel like it's missing a little something. You know that, that yeah. there's all it's always even if even if they pull back the curtain and say, oh, it, it was just fear talks in a row, it was just guys in yeah. costumes. There's always that suspense for for at least an hour or two where you wonder is this going to be the one where they finally just jump the shark and go go crazy supernatural? Yeah. At the very least, it's got to have history. It's got to have Nathan Drake. Oh, for sure. Standing at a table, pacing, Old flipping through a shirt everywhere. A map! But yeah.
2: there needs to be a map! <laughs> <laughs> and he's
1: talking about T. Lawrence, or he's talking about uh, black relics, weird, whatever. Yeah, there's got to be that moment where Keys he's doing that, things. and then yep, <laughs> and then characters roll their eyes at him because he's super passionate yeah. about history. So whether as you, goes,
2: "What does it all mean, Drake? You know, <laughs> know what does <laughs> this all mean? Where's the payout? <laughs>
0: yeah. What The hell are you doing? So
2: that's worth a lot of money, huh, Drake?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> so whether or not you feel that it would be appropriate or not do you think that they would are going to go the mystical route or do you think they are going to keep it more down to earth i think i honestly think that they're going to make it focused more on the family ties issues and the sure. relationship with the brother his him and his brother i don't think it's going to be well we also have to know the role of uh, nadine and the mercenary group or whoever the people they're fighting there because she's supposed she... to be in control of a mercenary group from yeah. the trailer so how much of that is going to be kind of like a Lazarevich sort of situation? Or if they're enforcers, if they're hired by a nice private party, if it's, if they're after the pirate treasure because Nadine heard about this and they're... So I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't personally I don't think that they're going to go the mystical route go, going off the coattails of three, which I'm... If they're being consistent, if they want to be consistent, I'm fine with it. But at the same time, I'd love to see some kind of crazy magical thing happen in PS4 graphics by now. <laughs> I think you're probably right.
1: Like, at least the promotional materials this time around are much less focused on the the legend that he's chasing this time. You know, it I remember the Uncharted 2, Uncharted 3 campaigns, the trailers would always open with him reading the historical quotes of T E Lawrence or or yep. Marco Polo, right? And there was always that moment of like I did not see half I did not say half of what I saw for I knew I would not be believed. And <laughs> and they, they, they get you hooked on that historical yeah. element in those mysteries right off the bat. And there hasn't been hide nor hair of that in the two years that we've known about Uncharted and been seeing these videos. It's always been character relationships and yeah, I think that's probably a, if I was going to lean one way or the other, I'd probably go the same way as you because of that. There hasn't been, it just doesn't seem to be the focus. And to be honest, it might be a little distracting from the message they really want to drive home about love and having your priorities in the right place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Ernest?
2: Yeah, I'm with you guys there. I think that they're really striving for that more emotional grounded impact and, To have something just come out of left field, like, I don't know, aliens. Let's just hope it's not (laughs) aliens and it's not like an Indiana Jones 4 uh, (laughs) scenario. They reveal Stonehenge and its true meaning. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) How did we get up here? And then then everyone just, like, levitates off. (laughs) Stones are just swirling. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, yeah, this that is a, would, that this would is, ruin the moment. Drake wakes <laughs> up in a
1: white room.
2: Yeah,
1: this is a real thing that Naughty Dog thought about in its brainstorming sessions. Uncharted oh, you... goes to space.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, probably. Yeah. There's a story on. Uh, there's a story on Kotaku where they're talking to Robert Cogburn. Um, I believe is the lead designer. Uh, yeah, lead game designer, and <laughs> he goes, "We've definitely had brainstorms on that idea. I can already see the scene." Elena says. Where do we go now, Drake? And Drake's like, the moon. <laughs>
2: and then Sully's in the background going, You're goddamn right, we're going to the moon, kid. <laughs> and they just start talking about Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> they hit a treasure up there. And the landing was fate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Inside of the flagpole that's planted on the moon, it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret to the United States
1: history. Are you guys okay with this being the last installment? You know, we're kind of at this, we're just goofing around about the space thing, but I mean, this Mm. is the end. There's never going to be another adventure. I was fine
0: with 3 being that. I honestly expected 3 was going to be when I was playing it. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it seemed like kind of an end.
0: At at the moment, I'm excited for 4 and I don't want there to be another one after that, but by the time I play through 4 I may want there to be another one, so who knows, but
1: it does depend on what note they leave the story on. Yeah, I'm, I'm with mm-hmm. you where 3 definitely felt like a logical ending point, you know, brought the f- story full circle. But mm-hmm. everything I've been seeing about 4 and the really? way the characters are coming back together, I'm like, this is totally, seems like a logical progression to me. You know, there's nothing about this that seems forced or like, oh, we had to do another one, so let's do this. Right. This this is more, and the more I talk about it, the more I want it to be character based and relationship based and that does seem the way they're going and like let's let's give it one last hurrah where we really focus on the characters and what they're feeling and then ha- like in the process of doing so allow you to say goodbye to them
0: yeah no I agree I think it's just gonna I, Naughty Dog is so smart they've proven that over and over they, they don't that's part of the main reason why they haven't done another Jack and Daxter game they've actually tried to do that and they said it just didn't feel right and they only mm. that studio only does what they think feels right for their team to do. They never give in to demands of fans really in terms of what what their creation how they're going to be creative, which honestly if they probably if they weren't that way, we may have never seen The Last of Us. True. So it's uh, I've got a I got a, I got one for you based on that. Mm-hmm. I know the I know that you love The
1: Last of Us as many people do. Mm-hmm. Um but I also know that that you have a good narrative appreciation where you know when when it's right to return to something and when it, yeah. when it's right to move on. So we're looking past the future of Uncharted. You know, Uncharted 4 comes out. Now we're into late 2016, early 2017. It's time to start thinking about what's next. Mm-hmm. Do you want there to be a Last of Us
0: 2 or do you want Naughty no. Dog to go somewhere no, else? not at all. Nope. With, I would be I okay if they thought, did it. I w- yeah, I'd be okay if they did in, cer- in a certain way. But there absolutely does not need to be. And I'm, I've, for a while, I've been kind of disappointed that people, like that, that studios haven't stuck to convictions of making. That people are so making, about it. Well, that people just have, the studios just don't make standalone games anymore. Really, it's all about the, right, the, the, the and all that. <laughs> the Franchise. series yeah. is about the three, yeah. yeah. They you have need, to it. They, they three. need to get the. Yeah. They have to do that. They have to get all three of their games out. And it's, I mean, that's been a trend in entertainment for the last several years in games and movies and such so it's yeah it doesn't need one i I would like to see if they did do another one it'd be good to follow up ellie's i think it'd be nice to follow up ellie's story and focus more on her
2: than anything
0: i think joel would be this this would be set i would want it to be set when she's more of an adult so she's more on Mm. her own and not Necess- not not necessarily the same thing that I don't want it to be the same thing we just saw I'd want it to explore something new and to see see whether or not the world has changed and if it's gotten more hopeful and if it hasn't gotten hopeful why is that and to kind of explore into that kind of way so yeah there's, yeah
1: I like that there's yeah that, that I mean if, if they had to do another one that would be a cool story to see but I'm yeah. I'm in the same mind as you where for one thing, right off the bat, The Last of Us Two
0: sounds kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a weird. It's a weird title. It sounds like it's like Final Fantasy Seven. I mean, right? Yes. Those children.
1: Yeah, it just sounds weird. Like The Last of Us was such a intriguing title, and it still is. Like it's such a good yeah. game name, and it really like there's something really appealing to me about The Last of Us, forever standing on its own as this single piece of art the single work that came out was its own contained world and accomplished everything that Naughty Dog needed it to accomplish in one game we got Joel yeah. and Ellie's story and it examined this human relationship and asked some pretty difficult questions of the player and that's it that is the last of us this amazing game that came out in
0: 2013 i think yeah. i think i mean the only the other way that they could do it would be to do kind of like the Irrational Games route with Bioshock where they did Infinite where it was a to- it was basically the polar opposite take of the themes of the first game uh. Uh, so it was, the, it was the same universe but it was flipped upside down and they, you got to see it from a different perspective and then that all connected to each other but, I mean, that's got a lot more mind games to it and how they did it that way so it'd be, it would be I would love to see Naughty Dog try to tackle a concept like that if they wanted to re-explore the world of The Last of Us in a different way so.
1: I do think the most exciting thing is, for me, the question I would love to ask is, where do you go after Uncharted? You know, if you're not going to do a sequel to The Last yeah. of Us, which I'm right there with you, I, ca- I hope they don't. What is Naughty Dog going to do next? That's crazy to think about. Like, what direction yeah. are
0: they going to go? You got to think it's probably going to yeah, be... They're going to make a MOBA.
2: No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> On, is this, is this, I would is like it, to see... With all like of the Naughty see, Dog uh, characters uh, in history. Th- I'd like to see Naughty Dog do a, a cool sci-fi, story. Oh, yeah. yeah, you
1: know. Yeah, and they've and they and they there's there's cool. They, we definitely know they can design cool machines and cool like cityscapes and stuff. You get toward mm-hmm. Jack Two, Jack Three, some of that post-apocalyptic stuff. Yeah, if they stuff. did something high Ex- fantasy,
0: that'd be really cool too. Oh yeah. Like a, that, if, cool. they did, ooh, uh-huh. if they did if they did post-apocalyptic high fantasy. What? That'd be awesome. What? <laughs> That'd That's be crazy. really, really cool. What would that? Wait how would how would the apocalypse happen in a high fantasy setting? Would Magic's, it be like meteor? Just, or it, I mean, it could be meteor. It could be magic a magic catastrophe that happened that Riddle, like destroyed the parts of the world sure, and people are world, recovering yeah. and that I mean that could lead into just like some random sect of humanity or race is being demonized because of they led to this destruction <laughs> of something and yeah what I mean there's the different types.
1: Huh? What are the ch- what are the chances that Uncharted 4's Libertalia is actually an elaborate connection with Fallout 4's Libertalia? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> the ship graveyard in
0: a Fallout Four. Then, yeah, that'd be just kinda... kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the that's that's the million dollar question right now is what a, what Naughty Dog will do next because <laughs> after they did Jack and Daxter, they went to Uncharted, which nobody had any idea was would ever happen mm-hmm so I mean we can only I mean, there's only so many things that they can cover They're gonna but yeah, go think, back to
2: crash that's what's gonna yeah. happen <laughs> <laughs>
0: probably just a super gritty hyper realistic version of crash oh. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be anything that we can possibly predict. No. I remember
1: opening, uh, when Uncharted was first revealed back in the day, opening mm-hmm. a game magazine and reading the first preview of it. I'm like, my, you know, however old I was at the time, I couldn't believe that Naughty Dog was moving away from a platformer with kind of cartoony or colorful art into a realistic game. I was like, what? That's mm-hmm. not Naughty Dog. But This is going to suck. Right.
0: So <laughs> it's totally like, yeah, no idea. They could go in any direction. Yeah. I think it's exciting to see, so i think on that note we've just about covered everything and even wanted to do a little bit of naughty dog themselves outside of their hope they hopefully fantastic swan song for the series which is mm-hmm. what it's looking to it looks like it's shaping up to be just that from what we've seen so far so if you haven't caught up with stuff well i'm sure if you're if you're watching the video version of this you're going to see a lot of the stuff we talked about in action from the footage so but if you want to hear them talk while you're watching those videos, be sure to check all that stuff out because it's well worth the watch. If you want, if you need to rekindle your hype for the game, oh yeah, did the job for me. Yeah, it does it really well. Mm. And get into the beta if you can. Is that open to everyone, or is it just collectors? The it, collectors yep. or the remaster
1: people? Yep, only people who own the Nathan Drake collection get access to it because you kind of access the beta through like the uh, the sub menu on the on the PS4 oh, system okay. menu, kind of in those icons, and then you download it. But uh... The beta is open until the 13th, so go, 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 if it's not
0: already too late. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it might be a little too late by the time we get this up there. But Fair enough. The beta was great.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was super out, fun. It was awesome. We loved it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's going to be lots of footage of it for you to check out over the coming weeks. So. But yeah, look, look forward to a lot more news on Uncharted 4. I'm sure coming up on PSU we'll have a lot more covering cuz that's i mean th- this is really the first big exclusive that ps4 is going to get that's going to...
1: this is a juggernaut
0: no, yeah the only, well, only thing comparable would be
1: god of war 4 that's the only thing on this level where it's actually yeah. known by people i feel like outside of you know infamous is known by people sure but kind but no, of it's a... kind of only within the ps playstation ecosystem yeah.
2: uh, uncharted is uncharted is what we call quadruple a title <laughs> <laughs> quadruple a title <laughs> It's right. Yeah, but it's huge.
0: Yeah. So all three of us are super excited. Can't wait to. S- well, well, we can't wait to see more on Uncharted Four, but we will until it comes out because we don't want it spoiled for us. And we'll be sure. We'll definitely have a spoiler cast of Uncharted Four after it's out, so you guys can look forward to that in the future. So thank you, Kyle and Ernest, for this thorough and well thought out discussion on Uncharted Four. Thank you. The hype is real. Yeah definitely great. so so thanks for listening to episode nine of playstation fix our conversational podcast and not only not only is it a conversation between us but it's, we want it to be a conversation with you so please comment and let us know what you think about the show what you questions you have anything that you want us to address and we'll see you guys in the next episode cool thanks for listening